Hey everybody, welcome back to the You Should Know Podcast, Season 2, Episode 2. Guys, thank you so much for the support that y'all showed on Episode 1. I'm not going to lie, I was a little bit nervous putting out that first episode. I mean, it's been months since I put out a podcast, and you know, it's a new format, new style. I didn't know how you guys were going to like it, and trust me, it's only going to get better from here. But one of the main things I learned from putting out Episode 1 is a lot of you guys listen to this podcast like audio only. A lot of listeners on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, whatever the hell you listen to it on Apple, I don't really know. And one of the main things that I learned after editing episode one, because after I edit the episode, I watch it all the way visually, and then I go in my car and listen to the audio just to make sure things sound right. And you kind of put in your own imagination, which is different from YouTube, you're just watching and seeing how we deliver it. But I suggest everybody, if you're watching this on YouTube, go listen to it on audio only. If you're listening to it on audio only, come to YouTube and see how good I look with my new haircut. You know what I'm saying? But guys, before we get started, I am everybody to hit that subscribe button right now leave a comment share this with your friends if you're on spotify apple music itunes whatever the hell it's called go ahead and leave a review i think that helps out the show a lot any kind of love y'all give me it does help out the show and i want to make this the best possible podcast i can and when y'all do that it helps me out a lot so go ahead and do that for me but guys i just want to get into this episode because this last week is insane i went to the first hoop session i have been to since i stopped playing basketball i know a lot of you have seen the tiktok that i made about hoop sessions and the worst type of people at the hoop session oh it's only because there's always these types of dudes at the hoop session every single time there's always those old heads at the gym that play like their soul is on the line like why are you battling for your bloodline at 24-hour fitness right now why are you clotheslining people when they're trying to get an open layup i promise you not that serious everybody here just got off of a six-hour shift at work why are you playing like it's game seven of the nba finals everything will be okay if this man scores an open layup right now let's not risk his health and safety inside of this record center and i know i'm about to get comments saying oh you don't have that competitive drive like they do and even they say when they get called out on the court for going too hard at the hoop session they're like every time jordan and kobe stepped on the court they went hard every single time hey guess what we're not them. And then there's always that guy that questions the score towards the end of the game. No one questioned the mathematics of the score the entire game until his team started losing. Now he wants to have a conference with everybody on the court. And it never fails that that guy will turn to me and be like, that's the score, right? Sure, if I'm going to be honest with you, I can give less of a damn what the score is. As soon as this game ends, I'm going home, getting a snuggie and watching Netflix. Like, I have no interest on what the score is. I just want to go home. Let's just finish this up because now we're having a 15-minute meeting on whether you scored a two or a three-pointer, eight play ago and this and i'm telling you this open run i went to was literally an example of what i was talking about in that last tiktok my friends came in town this weekend they're like peyton you have to come to this hoop session you made the tiktok about it everybody wants you to hoop just have fun you really don't have to worry about anything at all and i was like damn well since everybody is here i might as well go to this hoop session and just you know see what it's about maybe things have changed since the last time i went to an open run nothing changed at all I get into the gym and the first thing I see is a 43 year old man setting up a tripod and pointing the camera at the court and I'm like okay maybe his son is somewhere in here he's trying to gather up some film I'm not sure what a 24-hour fitness film session will do but maybe it will help out his career I'm not judging anybody we proceed to start the game there's no son involved he is doing this to record himself I'm like what are you doing right now any hoop dream at 43 years old it's done i hate to be that guy i'm not negative nancy but guys your career is done at 43 you're not going to the nba you're not going overseas and this guy was no taller than four foot ten i'm sorry your career is done i don't know where that footage was planning to go and i didn't want to be that guy i didn't want to pass judgment upon this man i didn't know anything about him but guys he was a bad 
person. This man stopped the game every 15 seconds and argued about the score. It got to a point where somebody called a travel on him. He grabbed the ball and threatened to go home. I'm having flashbacks to the fifth grade when we go to the park and somebody is mad about something and they want to take their ball back home and no one can play if they're not having fun. I'm like, sir, you are 43 years old. Just move on with the play. No one really cares if you traveled or not. You have a camera set up. Where is the footage going? I'm telling you, I cannot go to hoop sessions. Please stop inviting me to these open runs. I'm not having fun anymore. And Cam, you had a really crazy hoop session story that you were telling me about earlier. And when you come on, I want you to tell that story because that is insane. Also, guys, you know me. We're a family. We're one. You know everything about me. I'm trying to get to know y'all. If you know anything about me, you know I'm alone 99% of the time, but all my friends were in town and they wanted to go out to eat. I'm not used to going out to eat with people. I eat alone. I go to the movies alone. I do everything alone. So whenever people wanted to invite me to go to a meal together, I was like, sure, why not? Once I got to this food outing with my friends, I realized I have a lot of food pet peeves that I didn't even know about. One of my biggest food pet peeves is when somebody orders a plate of food and then they get the plate of food, mix all the food together. Your food should not be touching if it's not meant to be mixed. That is disgusting. If I look at your plate and it looks like a bunch of baby throw up, you belong in federal prison. I don't care what you say about it. That is not normal. I'm looking at gush. Don't tell me to define the word gush because I just made it up, but that is disgusting to look at. And then when I called them out on it, they had the nerve to say, ooh, Peyton, don't get mad at us because you have the palate of a four-year-old. Hey, 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 you can't say anything about four-year-olds. Your plate looks like a bunch of baby food mixed up together. You're nasty. Separate the foods, all right? And then the next day, we go out to a pizza place, and I love pizza. I'm a pizza connoisseur. Anything pizza, I know how to eat it. I know what to do. Don't be doing extra stuff with the pizza. That's rule number one. But what one of my friends did brought back high school memories, and I'm traumatized from it. And if you do this with your pizza, you should never be allowed to eat a pizza ever again in your life. This man orders a single slice of pizza. It's on a paper plate as they normally do. He puts the pizza down, grabs napkins, and starts to dab the pizza with the napkins. What are you doing? You knew what you signed up for whenever you ordered that pizza. Don't start degreasing the pizza. That's what makes it good. Now you got napkin bits on your sauce. That's never okay. You don't deserve to ever order a pizza ever again. And they're like, oh, well, Peyton, I don't want to break out. I don't want the grease. Order a house salad. How about that? Don't go ordering a pizza if you're worried about your health condition. Pizza is for the grungy people like me. Pizza is for the people that don't care about their health and they're willing to make that sacrifice. Don't start dabbing the pizza with napkins. That's federal. I know in the first episode I talked about driving and how I had the bad experiences with the building on fire and the fire trucks just blocking me in, but I don't know why I have really bad luck with driving. Every time I'm behind a wheel, something bad might happen. I was driving this weekend, and just for backstory, I'm kind of new with contacts. I know I've been wearing them since I was about 17 years old, but I'm only 23. Anything before that time, I was still wearing glasses. Like, I was the kid on the court during basketball that was wearing the rec specs. I had the goggles on. Judge me if you want. I don't care. I'd have gave you buckets. So I was leaving Target just driving down the road, and all of a sudden, this right contact just folds inside of my eye. It doesn't fall out. It's just kind of stuck in the back of my 
skull. All my contact wearers know what that feeling's like. It feels like somebody just stuck paper mache into your eye socket. I don't know if you've ever had to drive with that discomfort, but everything else in the world, that road, the cars beside you, nothing else matters. Your right eye is blind. All you see is just water. You're crying. It's black. You're in pain. And you're just like, oh my God, what is going on? I started swerving across the roads trying to pull over because I can't see out of my right eye. And to the people that think I'm lying, I have a picture of it right after I pulled over. But when I was driving, I was swerving into three lanes of traffic. Everybody was like honking at me and I didn't care. I don't know why I'm telling that story, but I just don't want to feel alone. And I'm hoping that somebody watching this podcast can relate and has had a contact problem while they're driving their vehicle. I don't know. I need to st- I need to stop exposing my life so much on this podcast, but you know, since we're here, I might as well expose it more. I was that kind of kid that always wanted a cast or crutches, and I know I cannot be the only kid who wanted a cast or crutches. I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. Maybe it was the attention because everybody was getting their cast signed, and they're like, oh, what happened to you? That's probably what it was. But I remember I was playing Pop Warner football as a kid, and that's where like all like the little kids play tackle football. It's probably not the safest thing for your brain, and that's probably why I am the way I am now. But I was into the tackle football. I was always one of the biggest kids, and I was putting that shoulder right into these kids' esophaguses. That's what I was doing. But I remember as a kid playing football, I was always getting injured. Like these kids would try to take my knee because I was always bigger than them, or they would their helmet would always just like land right on my elbow, and then it would be like a funny bone thing. But I thought it was broken. But I. I remember one time this kid's face mask went right into my elbow near the funny bone region. I thought I was going to have to get it amputated. I was a little dramatic, but I really did want that cast. So I was in so much pain on the floor. I was like, ah, help, help. My parents took me to the hospital. But once we got to the hospital, I was like, oh, I'm green now. I'm about to get an arm cast. I'm going to be the coolest kid inside the school. And I remember my mom looks at me and she's just like, Peyton, do you just want to cast? Is that all you want? I was like, mom, I would never do anything like that. And mom, I know you're watching this and I know you probably don't remember that time in the hospital, but yes, I just wanted a cast. But manifestation is real because I remember that next year in like eighth grade playing basketball in practice, whenever I was guarding somebody, I would always grab a little bit of jersey. I was that annoying player. I never got caught, but if you were playing offense against me, I was grabbing that jersey and there's nothing you could do about it. But one time I was grabbing a kid's jersey and I decided to go with the two hand grab, but this kid like twisted in a way and my fingers got caught up in the jersey all these fingers all these fingers on this hand broken it was the worst pain that I have ever been in in my life but I remembered my dad showed me like a Kobe motivational video like the week before and I was like there's no way I'm sitting out of this practice I got to be the greatest player I could ever be so I resumed practice the best I could with all these broken fingers on my hand my phalanges didn't work at all and my coach was like Peyton your finger is pointing northeast south and west at the same time you need to go to the hospital I didn't realize how how bad having a broken bone felt, especially all your fingers on both hands. I have a picture of me in a cast on both hands. It was the worst thing in the world. Have you ever had no access to both your hands and still tried to live a regular life? It is not ideal at all. But to all the kids out there watching, no, you don't want a cast. No, you don't want broken fingers. You don't want crutches. It's just so inconvenient. It doesn't do anything beneficial to your life. You might get a, oh, are you okay? Can I sign that? But at the end of the day, it's not worth it. And I'm done exposing my life for now. Uh, Cam, if you want to get on the podcast, let's talk about something else, dude. The You Should Know Podcast. 
Cam, we got Cam back on the podcast. They enjoyed you so much in the first episode. So, you know, thank you for coming back. Appreciate the invite. Pretty much the funniest dude I know. So, you know, anytime you want to be on the podcast, you know, just let me know you're on it. Say less. So I talked about my week a little bit. What did you have going on in your life? I mean, it was a solid week, you know, just chugging through life. <laughs> but That sounds so depressing. <laughs> yeah, well, it's supposed to be a good thing. Just You know that, uh, you know the TikTok you made? Y'all remember the TikTok Peyton made about the hoopers and like the different kinds of just crazy, unnecessary people there are at hoop sessions? Oh, they go way too hard? Way too hard, way too just flagrant felons <laughs> and all that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I experienced twice. First one. We were hooping at 5.45 in the morning. Don't ask why. I said yes, showed up unbelievably early, but I mean, it is kind of lit to like have a two hour hoop session and then be back in your house by like 8.30. Mm -hmm. So anyway, we're hooping. This dude is massive. He's probably six, five-ish. I'd give him like 245, 250, very large person, okay? Just listen to the man's attire. Cut, you know how people do the muscle? Like yeah. the, they take a t-shirt, they cut the sleeves off, but they cut all the way down here. Yeah, like all the, the rib gym, cages all exposed, showing. yeah. Yeah, just slab, just thickness. <laughs> like it's his, he was this wide. Like his whole body was just solid. Yeah. The tank top says B team. This, this is a grown man. So he's repping a tank top saying, I wasn't even on the best team. It says, <laughs> it literally says B team. He's wearing those, you know, like baggy, baggy, like almost like the... The ones people jog in to sweat, those type of sweatpants. Yeah. He's wearing those. Running shoes for his basketball shoes, by the way. Running shoes, baggy, sweat, like sweaty sweatpants material. Literally like huge. A B-team cutoff tank top. And he had a football mouth guard at a 6 o'clock in the morning hoop session. Why? Why? Wait, the kind that goes over your mouth? The, the one you bite down on. And it's covering your lips. So he literally, it was like, he was covering and it was black. And I'm just sitting here like, so, and he, so we, we weren't on first game. Like, you, you know, you pull up, they always, whatever, they go off the board and we were on next. And I was like, oh, I was like, please let this guy lose. Like I just, cause, and then sizing up, like pick up, there's never true bigs and tall people. So right. I'm always ended up guarding like just the biggest guy on the other team. And I'm like, oh my God, please don't let me win. I was like, please don't let this man's team win course they win we go on it's right. just he's reckless he's throwing bows and stuff i actually caught one i literally sat there and i was like <laughs> i was like making, i was like making sure my jaw was still <laughs> connected i was just like oh i didn't get back on offense one possession. it was horrible so that was one a couple of days later normal time hoop session normal everything well i'm thinking everything's normal and we get there and there's this little guy he's probably like five six just like super hyper normal attire like looks like a hooper everything's got tats all over him so then, and he's just chill, like, the the reason this guy, the other one's crazy for obvious reasons. Right. He looks crazy. He is crazy. <laughs> Every, like, he was everything you thought he was going to be. His but, attire said yeah, sicko on yeah, it. Yeah, and B team. Just that <laughs> blew my mind. But, so this guy, the reason the second one is different is because he looks like a normal guy you'd see at any pickup session in any city in America. And he's just chilling over, like, he's just sitting on the sideline waiting for his turn, right? And I'm like, all right. So, uh, we lost. We actually were on. We lost the game. So we go sit down. I sit down, check my phone and everything, and then I'm just watching the hoops. And bro is a menace. Not like he's out there just killing people, but like yeah. not there. Like, so he's, his attire, nothing's crazy about it, but he's, he's more of like the, the stereotypical, like going way too hard. 
So the first play, he literally gets in this stance that is like, I don't, I don't even have the knees to do this, but ultra low stance. Like <laughs> for the audio listeners, this man's butt is on his heels right yeah, now. Like just unbelievably low. And he's just like, I don't know how many like, you know, true hoop fans there are, but the Colin Sexton meme where he was, uh, when he was like this, like super intense. So he's doing that. He's clenching his fists on defense. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, just, just play D. He's literally sitting there and just going crazy. Right. So like two plays happen. And then, uh, like it was like a dead ball or something and the other team's checking in. So he picks up 94 feet. Right. First off, if someone ever guards you 94 feet in a pickup basketball game, they either think you suck or they're not all there in the head. That's just simple. No one does that. Like, ever. Nobody does that. Unless there's, like, money on the line or, out like, a ball yeah. of his life video. Yeah. Picks him up 94 feet. Like, I, I swear, I pro- y'all probably think I make this up. I swear to you, I don't. This man, again, for the audio listeners, I'll try to give you a good uh, representation. He literally <laughs> went like this. And I'm not going to do it because it's gross. But he literally licked his knuckles and then punched his hands together. No, do it. To do it. No, that will hurt. No, no like, he literally went like this. He went and he licked like the like the the second digits, not the outer knuckle. He literally was like this. He went like that, like that hard, but it was knuckle to knuckle. He was like, and it was knuckle, and then he got in his in his stance again, and I was just like, oh, dude, oh my god, me and the two friends I was with, we used to just start bawling. I was like, this guy is insane, like. An absolute loony. And, oh, Jesus. No, and then, of course, last thing, and yeah, of course, the people like that are never good. <laughs> it's like they're, It's like that's their, that's the thing they bring to the game. It's like if he didn't do that, he would just be running. Like just be running back and forth, brings nothing on defense, nothing on offense, and he's just out there. But, of course, when you – and you – then, yeah, but – no, knuckle-on-knuckle contact is insane. That's, in, that's crazy. That but, is insane. But you know what's going to happen is, like, you're going to get hate comments about that because even on my TikTok, I think, like, any normal yeah, human bro, is going to agree with that, but I was reading the comments and be like, this guy doesn't have yeah, any the, work yeah, ethic. The, bro, the old heads, they were like, oh, God, the, uh, the competitive nature is just gone in today's youth. I'm like, bro, I'm here to just enjoy my... It's like, it's different if I'm sitting here complaining about my collegiate practice or my, yeah. you know, bro's going way too hard and practicing. Like, no, I'm, he's trying to get me better and he's trying to push himself and we're working together for one goal. It's like, this is a, this was at a middle school at 6 a.m. and the guy has a football mouth guard in. Like, who are you trying out for? What's hey bro, going on? Are you, bro, you know what you just reminded me of? I know this is like totally off, to- off topic, but in middle school, I had one of the most embarrassing things in my life happen to me. I, I believe it. I feel like like my middle everybody had those like grunge years like like whenever you just looked like a like a demogorgon like looked terrible. <laughs> grunge, he said. <laughs> Bro, can we get a definition on grunge? What's <laughs> the origin of grunge? But no, oh my God. like grunge I had years. I had long hair like my hair was down to my back and it was curly and I didn't take care of it. Like Ryan has long hair but he takes care of it and looks good. Yeah. I looked. Terrible. My teeth spaced you, you, out. A little Troy Polamalu vibes, a little bit, just you, without the flow. Without the flow, without any upkeep, and without my, the my NFL, you know, body and <laughs> my teeth, like, were literally throwing gang signs. Like, it was bad. I, it was hard for me to smile. Like, I, 
I, I looked I looked horrible. But the the embarrassing thing that happened was, you know, the yearbook team, they always go around the school and pull you out of the class to interview yeah. and stuff like that. So Hey, y'all had that in middle school? Yeah, yeah. But I got like called out a couple of times that every time they interviewed me, they wanted to talk about sports and like basketball and stuff like that. Cause that's like pretty much all I did. Who you were. Yeah. yeah. And so I was doing that and that was literally every interview I had was sports. But then at the end of the year, when we got our yearbook, I looked into the yearbook. I was like, Ooh, I want to see my interviews. And my mom was excited to like see my interviews. Ooh, what'd they quote you about? You know, like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I opened up the yearbook, go to a page and see me in my quote. And I'm like, okay, cool. I read my quote. And the question was, what is one of the most exciting things that have ever happened to you in your life? I was like, wait a minute. They never asked me that. <laughs> so, oh, okay. <laughs> I go to my quote and it says, the most exciting thing that I ever done in my life was help my aunt deliver a baby. It's like, I, I didn't say that. <laughs> no, not only did I not say that, none of my aunts have kids. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Do you Dude, know that's why? Like, like screw you, your book committee, straight up. <laughs> Don't ask me a question, and then a not use it. B put different words in my mouth, and C especially don't mix and match the questions and answers bro it's a horrible the repercussions that came with that people were like on snapchat like taking videos and like pictures of that quote in the yearbook and they're like why would a human being ever say that and i'm like i didn't say that yeah i never said that back to that that's like that would be a weird thing to say as like a middle schooler like everyone's just you said middle school right yeah yeah everyone's like i mean the girls already hit puberty puberty probably fresh out of it guys are starting to hit it you know and you're just, everyone's like, dude, ah, football, you know, girls, da da da. And yeah. you're just like, I delivered my aunt's baby. <laughs> like, what? You know, they think you're a creep. Can you imagine, sure. like, a 12 year old, like, under yeah, the womb being like, like, come here? You're just like, push, keep going. Like, no, like, that's, that's ridiculous. That's not all right that they did that. No, but it's, it's, it was the worst years of my life and oh i want to tell i want to tell an embarrassing story but like i've kept this a secret my entire life and i don't know if i want to put this on the internet Uh, should i do it i'd say since you already brought it up go for it oh bro it's so it's so bad if you can bear it because you saying hitting puberty and that just like reminded me of this oh lord oh god this is bad and i'm i'm getting hot right now thinking about it (laughs) This actually might be my most embarrassing moment ever. So it was like, it was like the one of the first days of like eighth grade and I was just hitting puberty, like just hitting puberty. And uh, I was sitting in the back of my science class with some friends and like people I was trying to get to know. All of a sudden, I... I get a I get a whiff of a stench. And I'm like, oh God, that no, smells no a stench. I was like, I was like, oh my God, that Grunge. smells absolutely awful. What is that smell? Then as time progresses, the smell starts to get a lot worse. And I'm like, who smells like that? But I go and like reach for something. No, no. Never ne- okay. Never reach if you can't see it. It's a quick life rule. Never reach if you can't see it. Continue. I go to reach for something and I go, oh God. It's me. I'm the one who smells Ooh. like that. But this is like, you know when you're first hitting curveball on the story, I thought he was going to grab something disgusting. You just got to whiff that old armpit right there. No, bro. Ooh. You know when you first hit puberty, like, you smell bad. 100%. And you're, you're not like... Were you, you don't, using deodorant? 
Not at the time. See, that's what it is. Because I was just hitting. Like, it, I didn't, it sneaks up on you. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah. I didn't smell like that before. Then it gets to the point. Once I open the armpit, the floodgates are out to everybody. Oh, Somebody yeah. goes, why does it smell like McDonald's in here? Yep. Stra- I was about to say straight onions. I already know it. <laughs> I'm like, Dude, oh my! I'm god. like, oh my god! You know how quick that pit got yeah. tucked. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh my god, oh my god! I go, can I leave to my teacher? <laughs> oh my I god. leave. I go to the bathroom, get the, the get the soap out of the bathroom. God, the man gave just, himself a military shower. <laughs> just start bathing. In the middle of seventh grade science. <laughs> I just start bathing in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. You got to click in, it's on for like five seconds. You're just like, bro, it was so bad. And then whenever I get picked up from school from my mom, I open the door, I sit down and she go, she looks at me and goes, please tell me you didn't smell like that the whole day. Oh, I know your mom wasn't playing either. I was like, mom, your what mom it? borderline might whoop your ass for smelling like that in public for a full day. No, my mom, mom, mom doesn't play with that. Yeah. No, my mom's a sweetheart though. But oh, we one. went, we went straight to target and she was like, you need to start wearing deodorant. Like that is unacceptable. And I was like, mom, I didn't know. Now that you say that, I don't remember like the, I don't remember my like crowning moment to deodorant. The day you first yeah. I don't. Yeah. Like no, that was that that was traumatizing, and I thought that yearbook thing was my most embarrassing thing until you brought up the whole puberty thing. And I'm very like I borderline might delete that from this podcast. If I had to put a vote on which one would be more embarrassing, logistically, I'd say yearbook because everyone was like you know everyone has access to it. You know, you might have just had four or five kids that really like left that classroom like dear god Peyton was that was disgusting and the rest of them might just be like I'm glad to get out of there let's go to the next class it's one of those things that like it's so embarrassing that like as a 23 year old I still like if it pops up in my mind I'm like oh shit you know what I'm saying you cringe about it but hey that's crazy I am going to regret putting this out, but thank y'all so much for watching. Cam, thank you for of course. getting on the podcast again. I know you guys loved having him on the first episode. He's going to be back for some more. He's in town for a while. and Cam's not like a permanent co-host because he doesn't want to be, but I would love for him to be. We're going to have different friends come on. I think the next episode we're going to have our friend Ryan come and talk about some stuff. But um, guys... Subscribe to the channel, like this video, leave a little comment. If you want to be featured in the podcast, send me a video on DM and you'll be sitting your right names, here. Your videos, your questions. Yeah, they're going to be they're going to be right here and uh, I'm so excited for this new season. It's been going great so far. I know we're only two episodes in, but hey, follow me on Instagram. Everything's going to be linked below. Follow Cam on Instagram. Don't have to. And remember, one out of ten koala bears don't make it home to Christmas. I love you guys so much. See Appreciate you next week. Love.